Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Abentis. As always, Brian is an expert in all topics known to mankind. He's remained undefeated for the past 88 or 9 episodes. Last time, the Wootenator battled through five rounds of animal movies, Simpsons impressions, and sports spoonerisms. The game was really close until the very last question where Brian once again got a lucky spin on the Wheel of Trivia. So welcome back, Brian. Thank you for having me, Ben. Glad to be here. How does it feel to have won two times in a row? Well, you know, I mean, back-to-back, uh, -back, it feels pretty good. Um, something tells me that three in a row is going to feel even better, though. All right. Well, are you ready to meet the challenger? I mean, uh, sure, yes, I, I suppose. Well, this week's challenger will be the toughest you have ever faced. She is a builder of robots, an explorer of pyramids, and a slayer of dragons. And she does it all with only a single letter. It's Q. Hello. So how much of that was true? Uh, all of it, obviously. Okay, good, good. Uh, yep, yep. So how do you think you'll fare this week? Uh, you know what? I think uh, lucky challenger number three is going to beat uh, Brian. Uh, if, of course, if no uh, cheating shenanigans happen. Well, you are both using your own minds, which is cheating. So right, you're right. on equal ground there. Well, so I'm, what I'm hearing is it's rigged. Pretty much. <laughs> well, it's equally rigged, which means it's not rigged. So they cancel mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. As longtime listeners of the Abyss If everything's know, rigged, then nothing's rigged. Exactly. Well, the challenger can pick three specialist subjects. I have not told Brian these subjects. So what were your three specialist subjects, Q? Uh, so my subjects were artificial intelligence, uh, e Egypt, or was it Egyptian mythology? Egyptian mythology. And, and uh, fantasy. <clears throat> so Brian, how do you feel on these topics? I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm actually in trouble this week. Uh, but uh, as, as you said up top, I am an expert to all topics known to man. So um, I'm sure I'll fare. Or, or robot or dragon. Well, good thing, because I did a lot more robot than AI. So if you're ready, time for the first event. It's a new event called Buddy Cops. So in this popular returning segment that is new, I have formed several <laughs> buddy cop teams. One member of each team, they're always members of, or teams of two, one member of each team is from some sort of fantasy property of some sort, while the other can be from whatever. So I'll give you the clues. You have to tell me what their combined buddy cop, like celebrity relationship team name would be. Here's an example. One's a scruffy looking nerf herder. The other is a red drink receptacle popular at parties. Together, they're... Pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I got, uh... How about the scruffy looking nerf herder, herder part? Nerf herder. Oh man, this is tougher than I thought. <laughs> Brian, do you have a guess? Uh, Han Solo. In the Is other that... half. Red drink receptacle? Popular at Han, Han Red Solo Cup. Is that, is that, that what you're counts. going for? Yeah. It's, it's basically going to be like that the whole okay. way through. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ooh, okay. After I finish a clue, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> buzz in with some mouth sound. All right, Brian, test your buzzer out. Ah! <laughs> okay. Cue. <laughs> How's your buzzer go? Uh, merp, merp. 
Okay, so buzz in with one of those sounds and you get to answer. Each correct answer gets you two points, but if you buzz in and are wrong, the other player gets a point just for that and a chance to guess it also for a possible total of three per question. All right, number one. One is a hot air ballooning con man who accidentally became the leader of a city. The other is a world famous puppeteer. Ah! Yes, Brian? Um, the, the, the wizard of Frank Oz? Yes. Two points. <laughs> I like your buzzer. I thought you were just freaking out for a second. <laughs> I thought so too. Number two. I'll change my buzzer. No, no, it's too late now. If you change it, it won't be counting as buzzing in. One, I feel like it might be grating to the listener, though. They'll probably love it. One is the headmaster of a wizarding school. The other can only say his own name because of a weird time travel incident. Together, mur, mur. there. Yes, Q? Uh, uh, Dumbledore. Uh, crap, what was the second clue? <laughs> the other can only <laughs> say his own name because of a weird time travel incident. <sighs> Dumb, uh, uh, yeah, I got nothing. Hey, Brian? Uh, Albus Wolfric Brian Dumblehodor? Yes, Dumblehodor. Oh! <laughs> oh, wow. I, I feel dumb. I should have gotten that one. I was happy when I thought of that one. Dumblehodor. Is there a that's, time traveling Game of Thrones? Good. Sort of. It was, uh, yeah. Sort Ooh. of. Oh, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones now. Hearing, okay, well, cool. Wait till like season five or six. No, the only reason I started watching is because someone told me the story about that specific episode and events. And that's wow, about you, the only time. You are, you are a cold uh, person. Well, I ben. thought, that sounds really cool. I bet the whole show is like that. And it wasn't, just that one scene, really. But that was cool. One is a being made of ice that comes to life when he wears a hat. The other protects the wall from a wildling horde. Together, they're... I got nothing. I know the second one, but not the... Uh, I, only, I only know the first one. Oh. Uh, snow... Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Brian, uh, why don't you go first? <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, what was the clue again, Ben? One is a being made of ice that comes to life when he wears a hat. The uh, other yep. protects the wall from a wildling horde. Uh, Frosty the John Snowman. Yes. <laughs> oh. The se- I, the, the, I, I, I actually didn't know the second part until I started to say it. I'm like, oh yeah, the John Snowman. There you go. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot his name. I was like, snow, snowman, snow. <laughs> Snowy the snowman. Snowy the snowman. Snowdor. <laughs> Dumble Snowdor? Dumble Snowdor. Photoshop challenge? I'm not doing that. So, four. One is very flammable and has no brain. The other was created by a man stranded in space to help him riff movies. Together, there. Ah. Yes, Brian? That's not a very confident buzzer. Um. <laughs> Scarecrowbot. Uh, I'll I'll count that. His name is Crow T Robot. Okay. But I'll, I'll give you Scarecrowbot. One rules a labyrinth and can turn into a barn owl. The other makes some allegedly delicious burgers. But together, can you do the first part again? One rules a labyrinth and can turn into a barn owl. And then the second part again. The other. <laughs> 
the other make some allegedly delicious burgers? Um, ah, yeah, um, Goblin Burger King. That's that's close enough. I've that was been, pretty good. I've been told his name is Jareth the Goblin Burger King. Oh, right. Sorry. I've only seen I, the movie once. I was going to call him David Bowie. David Bowie Burger King. <laughs> David Boger King. I would count that Exactly. As well. <laughs> One is an old hobbit who once carried a ring. The other is a stand-up comedian who often plays music. From huh. what Google told me. Together, huh. there. Um, man, I can't remember names tonight. Ah. <laughs> uh, Yes, Brian? Uh, Bilbo... Burn, Burn, Burnham? Bilbo Burnham? Is that yeah. his name? Yeah, Bilbo Burnham Baggins. Mm. Alright, number seven. There are only ten of these. Seven. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I have 50 more of these ready. Oh, oh God. No. One I, I think is... my internet connection's dying. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> One what, is, what was that? I can't hear you. <laughs> one is the smallest of a powerful family in Westeros. The other is a large cat who lives in a wardrobe. Together, they're both uh, lions, and they're... Uh, yes? Uh, Arya... What was the second clue? Uh, the smallest of a powerful family in Westeros and a large cat who lives in a wardrobe, and they're both lions. Uh, murk, murk. Yes. Tyrion... The Tyrion Witch in Wardrobe? <laughs> well, what's the name of the large cat who lives in the wardrobe? Uh, 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 Aslan? With the last name. Oh. No, not his last name. Tyrion's last name. Oh, oh Tyrion Lannister Aslan. <laughs> you get the points either way. Tyrion as Lannister. Oh, okay. Hmm. The stretch man. I was really bored that, at work. No, that hey, I got the, that one. That one's the boat, the best one because they are both lions. That Just was pretty thematic. good. One is insane from mercury poisoning and loves to drink tea. Oh, <gasps> the other is a road warrior. Together, they're uh, oh, oh, murmur. Yes, uh, Mad Hatter Max. Oh, yes. Oh, I dropped something, but yes, two points for you. <laughs> Yes. Mad Hatter Max or the Mad Max Hatter, which I would watch. I don't. I want to see Mad Max I, just make hats. I would watch that. All right, number nine. One is a warrior played by the Terminator. The other has hosted three different late night talk shows. Together, there. Uh, ah, yes, Brian. Conan O'Brien the Barbarian. Yes, Conan <laughs> O'Brien the Barbarian. That was, that's pretty good. I think it's true either way. He is a barbarian. Whoa. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> Ten. One is a magical is he, friend. Is he also a prostitute? <laughs> no. Oh, <sorry>. Not everyone's <laughs> a prostitute. Just people I think don't exist. Uh-huh. Okay. Ten. One is a magical friend of King Arthur. The other wrote some musical about a founding father. Together, they're... Merp, merp. Yes, Q. Uh, uh, Morgan Le, uh, Miranda Manuel Le Fay. Fay. Uh. I hadn't thought of that one. But oh, that... oh Mer Merlin. Hold on. Merlin <laughs> Miranda Manuel. <laughs> uh, yes, that, 
That counts. Merlin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> you said all of the words, so it counts. <laughs> oh, and that was it. You got the last one. He wrote some musical about a founding father. Some musical. Some musical. <laughs> Get out of here, Ben. Unless it's like a you know Charlotte's Web, some pig kind of thing. Then nope. Okay. He just wrote some, some musical. musical that some say is good. <sighs> yes, that's true. Some people do say that. That is a fact. I've heard uh, at least two other people say that. So as the end of round one, we end with Brian 14, Q6, but there's still plenty of time to do whatever that happens with points. <laughs> <laughs> I had to reach D- grab Disappear? <laughs> disappear? To make points. Is that what points do? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's, what they, that's where they go. They just go away magically. Mm. So the next round is a recurring segment that always has a different name. It's ABC Always Bastet Closing. Always Bastet Clothing. Closing. Like, sort of like that line that Alec Baldwin says from that movie. Because I couldn't think of another name for it that had to do with any of the three subjects. So each of you has a list of ten words. You will each have to pick two of those ten words to make an item that you will pitch to me. But in each of the three rounds, I'll have a different occupation. So you want to cater to whatever that person may want. I will choose my favorite answer of the two, and that player will get five points. Ooh, the audience does there. So... (laughs) I mean, that's what I do when I'm listening at home. See? (laughs) Everyone, I I can tell, I can tell. All right, so my first occupation, I guess it's an occupation, I am an Egyptian pharaoh. All right, all right. uh, Q, since you're behind right now, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? Um, you know what? I, I will go first. All right. Okay, so you're you're a pharaoh. You've got you've got subjects to rule. You gotta make people think you're a god. And so, what you really want is a blood mountain. Okay, Ooh. so so from all of your subjects, because you're so powerful, you're gonna have each subject put a little bit of blood on a mountain. It's gonna be a holy mountain, and eventually, you're gonna carve that mountain and. That's going to be where you uh, uh, lay your body to rest as on your passage to the afterlife. And because of all those sacrifices from your subjects, you are going to be well set in the afterlife, going to get past that judgment really easily. Uh, you're just, you're just going to be set. Okay. Is that how the pyramids were made? They used to be mountains, and they just cut them they, down into triangles. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what happened, and, and they also uh, utilized uh, blood to make that. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. The same way we built Mount Rushmore, where, where those <laughs> presidents are buried today. Ex- exactly. Just like that. So I, I'm, I'm liking this so far. So uh, at first I was wary. I was thinking, a mountain made of blood? How is that not just a lake? But no, a mountain covered in blood, that's better. Covered in <laughs> blood, that's right. It's terrifying, but I am an Egyptian pharaoh. You want to I... be terrifying, you want to make your subjects fear you, it's better to be feared than loved, Wait, or uh, fearful of how much they love you. Oh, that's true, but w- will people think I'm doing human sacrifices? 
No, Egyptians do not do human sacrifices. <laughs> but they? Uh, they, they never have in their history, uh, which is quite, quite impressive for a civilization so old. Um, no, it's just a, a, a sacrifice of their toil. So not human sacrifices, just just uh, just just sacrificing just a little bit of their oh. of their uh, 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 um, blood. Okay, you said a little bit Sean Spicery there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've never done human sacrifice. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I you know all good salesmen uh, take their cues from Sean Spicer, especially Q or, or cues. Uh, uh, Sean Spinkter as as we call him in the. Sean Sphinxer. Sphinxer, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brian, what are you going to sell me? Before I pitch you my item, I would like to tell a melancholy story from my childhood. Even the, the Don father. Draper thing. What? <laughs> Don Draper can't no. win every round, Brian. <laughs> I mean, he kind of would, but um, okay. <clears throat> He'd be drunk half the time. He would still win, though. It's great. It's like, it's cure for the common breakfast. What what you don't know is that Brian is drunk right now. Is that what the drinking sounds are? I'm that, actually, exactly. I'm I'm actually drunk on all these podcasts. It's the only way I can actually <laughs> record a podcast. <laughs> that's, that's the only sad, way you can deal with my truth. constant weeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's part of it. <laughs> what a good relationship. We, we all have Brian. our coping. We all have our coping mechanisms. Yeah, though this this podcasting partnership is far more unhealthy than anybody realizes. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, you're a uh, Egyptian pharaoh. Is that correct? Yeah. Ah, that's that what they sound like. <laughs> German Egyptian pharaoh. <laughs> well, if, if, if like Mark Antony can come down and meet Cleopatra and hang out a while, why can't a German guy? It's true. It's very true. All right. So, uh, being an Egyptian pharaoh, how how's the weather in Egypt these days? Is it? Uh, Pretty hot. How, how's spring? How's that Egyptian spring? It's pretty hot. All that sand pollen that's, gets in my eyes. That's what I hear. I hear that the heat's a real problem. You know, you go you go to your job uh, farrowing all day, and it's far hotter than you want it to be. Uh, you just can't control the temperature like you need. That's why you need my item, friend. It's a uh, snow machine. It's a, it's, a, it's a machine what produces snow. Um, that's, you know, that's what it is. Uh, you live in Egypt. I bet you don't see snow very often. So wouldn't it be cool to have a machine that just produces snow at any given time? Uh, it's the ultimate like status symbol in Egypt. Like it's so decadent. Like, Oh, look at me. I have a uh, snow. I'm building snowmen. I'm doing snow angels. It's great. Can I build a frosty, this John snowman? I mean, you could build a John frosty snowman. Um, but you need the magic hat to bring him to life. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'll never have a magic hat, but I don't have one on me at this time. Uh, all right. What if I don't want it to be cold? What if I want it to be middle? And won't the sun just melt all the snow? I mean, you can just produce more snow. You just it keeps uh, producing it. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, I, if if I may jump in, I'm not mm -hmm. sure if that's if that's uh, oh, that's fine. Uh, eth ethical. But um, you're gonna ruin the the farming ability if all of this snow is melting on the land, and the people aren't gonna be happy with you. And then they're gonna think, oh, the the, the other gods have forsaken you as a god. And then they're gonna dispose of you, and, that's a good point. and you won't even have a place to rest because you won't have your blood mountain. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and I I don't want to put my poor servants who fan me with palm leaves all day out of a job. Exactly. 
It's not a job. You're not paying them. No, they're servants. I personally don't have slaves, except for Blood Mountain. But I don't have slaves fan me. I pay them. Uh, Nope, nope. That's not built with slaves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I know the great thing about the snow machine, uh, no slave labor whatsoever. So so we pay people for their blood. Exactly. That's well. You pay them with with the gratitude of uh, uh, of the deity. They, the gods smile upon them for their sacrifice. Can I combine these two for a blood snow mountain to ski down? No, no, you can't. It's okay. one or the other. I, I personally would not recommend that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna buy blood I, I, mountain. I, 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 will, I, I don't want to be part of the whole. Okay. Yes, I would too. Automation of Egypt putting out good Egyptians from their jobs. <laughs> By replacing mm. them with machines. Okay. So blood now. All right. My second occupation, since I'm no longer a pharaoh, is I am a watcher on the wall. And for Brian, that means pretty much if we built the wall in Mexico, I'd be the guy that's guarding it. If oh, the Mexico man. I... wall was in Canada. I'm super uh, but bummed it's also, out. It's also magical. The wall oh, yeah. uh, on the Mexican border is magical. It's really tall, and people from the north try to attack it. So pretend we have a wall from Canada trying to keep out those Canadians. Actually, that would make more sense, yeah, because it's made of ice. Oh, yeah. So that's what it is. The Great Wall of Canada, and Canadians really went in. I'm I'm pretty bummed out that I wasted the word word snow on the previous one. I know. (laughs) I I had to check to make sure I did give you the word snow and machine for a second. Yeah, yeah, just snow machine. That's me. Okay, okay. So right, Brian, you're, you lost that round, first or second? Uh, I will go second. All right, I am a watcher of the wall. All right, so, um, you know, you're a watcher on the wall. It's cold. Uh, you're tired. You're tired of getting from one place to the wall to the other because our border with Canada is very long. It's Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really big wall. Um, so what you're going to want is a carpeted, tunnel so you're gonna have tunnels within the walls that you can quickly get from place to place and it's going to be carpeted so your feet are very comfortable you're very warm inside this ice wall it's wonderful you love traveling uh underneath the wall because then you can just surprise uh those canadians when they try to cross the border that's pretty good will tunnels inside the walls like decrease the integrity of the wall uh, no, the wall is so big that uh, having tunnels like in the middle of it and then some doors on our side will not uh, um, um, uh, destabilize the wall. Um, okay. Yeah. And one, one more. Th- will I have to get someone to vacuum this carpet? Because, I mean, we are frequently out in the snow. Our boots are wet. We're going to have wet carpet everywhere. Will we, like, does it come with maid service? Um, I'm sure that, um, uh, some, you know what, hardworking Americans, we need jobs. And so that will be, that will be a wonderful opportunity to employ some hardworking Americans for good patriotic labor. All right. All right. I, I like this idea so far. All right. How about you, Brian? Do you have something that's not a snow machine? Hmm. I, I mean, I need is more snow. I feel like the snow machine could really help you out here, but, um, okay. So you're a, uh, you're a watcher on the wall. Yes. Uh, I, or it's, do you watch the wall in shifts? Do you have like a partner? Or are you up there by yourself? I, I mean, sometimes I'm doing patrols with a partner. Sometimes I'm helping clean the table. Sometimes I'm building up the wall. Sometimes I'm ranging I, north into Canada to look at the wildling hordes out there. So 
you know, this might just be me. Uh, this might be, you know, I might be reading this into it, but um, it sounds like a kind of kind of job that could be tedious and boring at times. Oh, it uh, is. You probably have a lot of downtime. I wish I had podcasts to listen to during it. Are, are there no podcasts in, in Canada? Not on the wall. Wi-Fi stops at uh, the border. Gotcha. That's okay. how technology works. Mm. That makes sense, yep. And before I give you my answer, um, <laughs> this is very important. This is very important. Are you Ben as a watcher on the wall? Or are you a character as the watcher on the wall? I am an amalgamation of both. Ah, that's a real bummer for my answer. Okay. Ben, so, ben Snow. Ben, ben Snow. Snow. Well, no, I don't want to have the last name of Snow. For reasons for people who watch the show would know. Mm. John Panther. Yeah. <laughs> I like John Panther. You should legally change your name to John Panther. Why not That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. John's a more masculine name. It's like the most masculine what? name. John. Are you saying that I have a lady name? No, uh, I'm just well, saying. What's, what's nope, wrong I think you, with having you a lady, lady name? I'm not exactly. a lady. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, you know, if you want to have a lady name, that'd be cool. I wouldn't disparage you for your choice of name, Ben. That's not like me. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, Brian um, Tarth. <laughs> oh, um, what was I saying? You're oh, right. Wait, we're playing this game. <laughs> yeah, I am, Ben. I am. And also, um... You know, John's like the most masculine name of all. That's why any 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 uh, potential uh, prostitute customer is called a John. I'm like, oh, it's a John because it's like the baseline male name. Is that is that why? I don't know. I don't. Anyway, know, you are you're selling me Ben Panther on this wall. <sighs> so you have a, okay, Ben Panther. You have a lot of downtime up on this wall. Um, you know what would help you pass that time is if you had an alcohol pool. It's a oh. big old. It's a pool of alcohol. You drink it and you become intoxicated. Pass the time. Although um, you uh, you're, you don't drink, so I I don't know. You can also use it to like you know sterilize things or um, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure there are other great uses. No, I think light it on fire for warmth. Exactly. There It'd you be gone <laughs> very fast after that. My main worry is that we'd all get drunk and then not be watching the wall. That is a that is an issue. I mean, are you more concerned with passing time or watching the wall? I mean, well, I mean, you do have a very important job of securing America's borders. I gave up my rights to, of ownership of everything to come watch this wall. And so, Is if that I fail works? at it, yes, oh, you can oh. father no children or own any lands or anything. Mm. Uh, would be I... nice. I'm just afraid that would really hinder our wall watching. That would also lead to some poor decisions in terms of uh, not fathering children. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> mm, that's true. You know what? I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm backing down from the alcohol pool idea. I'm withdrawing. My, I, I will not sell you this. I just nope. <laughs> well, no, I want it. I'm, I'm, I want it. Now, well, now now I feel bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh well. You know what? Sell the alcohol pool to the people down in Washington Landing. I. We'll buy the carpet tunnel. Because where else, I mean, where else is going to need a carpet tunnel? It's true. We're the only place. All right. So for the last round, I am the AI Hal from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
That's me. Except my name's Ben. Can my name still be Dave? Is that fine? Your name can be Dave. You can both be Dave if you want. Dave? Dave? Sorry. Hey, Daves. So, Daves, Brian, or sorry, Dave, do you want to go first or second? Well, I will go second again. All right. Uh, shoot. Oh, put the pressure on Dave Q. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So you're you're an artificial intelligence. You 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 know everything. You can calculate everything. You are smarter than all of us, uh, lazy humans. Um, I'm just gonna cut this you... out and use this as like blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> you just saying this about me. <laughs> um, but you know, really, uh, what you want is for humans not to interrupt your job of of of. Um, you know, doing the, the best thing, right? So that's true. You want to get rid of them as quickly as possible. And so what you need is murder candy. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So, you know, you set out, <laughs> you set out the candy, uh, humans, you know, they're very, very, um, uh, poor decision makers. Um, uh, you know, very, very easily fall for, for sweets, things won't even realize what's happening until after it's it's too late so you really need uh to get those humans out of the way you need some murder candy research does tell me that humans like candy and i like murder so it seems pretty good so far humans are weak and just kind of get in the way of progress exactly exactly okay uh dave b what do you have Well, um, Hal, Ben, I, I don't remember. Hal, Hal, but Halbin, Halbin, you know, and Hobbs <laughs> and Cobbs, ah, <laughs> Halbin and Cobbs. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I would imagine that it gets very lonely being an artificial intelligence, Ben. Um, you know, it's lonely out there in space, especially uh, when I try to kill my last remaining human mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh i think it's gonna be a long long time till touchdown brings you around again to find um you're Major not Tom. the man they think you are at home that's oh, rocket man's what i'm doing <laughs> i know <laughs> okay so you're an artificial intelligence man it's, it's a bummer being an ai you know everything you don't have any friends that's why you know people don't want to be your friend because you're gonna murder them and they don't want to be murdered um i don't tell them know. i'm gonna murder them yeah, but, you know, you burn through friends. I, it's not healthy to be isolated all the time. You know, you need some form of companionship. That's why I'm uh, suggesting that you get, uh, let's look at these words. Um, <laughs> how about a brain friend? It's uh, <laughs> the brain friend. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I bet, I bet you're asking yourself, oh, gee, what is a brain friend? Yeah, I am. Uh, it's a it's great question. It's research a very good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a new product. It's uh, the hottest, latest, greatest development from uh, my employer. Uh, it's uh, what it, Basically what it is is a brain in a jar, uh, but it's, uh, it's got like a USB 3 uh, port on it, and you can just like hook yourself into it, and you can uh, converse with this brain. And it's... Um, you know, it, it, whose brain is it? 
I'm not at liberty to tell you that. I mean, there's a non-disclosure agreement. People that donate their brains to be a brain friend, um, we respect their privacy a great deal. But I, I can say that it rhymes with Smevin Spacey. Oh, <laughs> I love Blevin Gacy. <laughs> Uh, mm. uh, so, so I have a I have a question. Yeah. What uh what does the brain friend uh provide you? Like, how do you communicate? Is it the way? It's a great question. That's a great. <laughs> well, there. Um, <laughs> the, the great thing about the brain friend is it's so versatile. Um, it comes with uh well, it comes with five default voice packs, um, and there's a little speaker on it. Uh, the the voices are um. Krusty the Clown, Weird Al Yankovic, um, let's see, one of the Founding Fathers. I'm not sure which one, but... Uh, How about Pee Wee Herman? And, well, that's the thing. Uh, you get five basic ones, and one's my grandma. Um, you get five basic oh, no. ones. <laughs> and You get five basic ones, but if you want to kind of expand, we do sell additional voice packs for a small nominal fee. Oh, so... Uh I have one more question. Can we hear all five of those voice packs? Um, no, I don't want to. <laughs> no, no. You, you, you tell. I'm not, I'm not going to give that away. I mean, there's the one, you know, my grandmother. We all know. We all know what my grandmother sounds like. And, <laughs> That's um, true. We all do. I, I wish I knew times. what your grandmother sounded like. Well, it's kind of it's kind of up here. And uh, hey, hey, Ben, how's it going? Would you like to come on over and uh, we're going to have... make some lunch? Can I mix any of the voices together and have like Weird Al and your grandma? I mean, we're working on that. I, you know, our our, our research and development is really excited about some potential uh, new developments that might come up in the future, but I have nothing to officially announce at this point. This is sounding like some real no but. No. <laughs> it is. I am. I'm no butting you very hard on this. <laughs> Well, I think I will buy the brain friend and the murder candy and then open the airlock and kill you both. Aw. But you both get points. I should have seen this coming. Nice, nice. I am Hal. <laughs> I thought you were uh, Ben uh, Benwin uh, Cobbs. Hal Ben and Cobbs? Cobbs is what call the brain friend. So together we are Hal Ben and Cobbs. <laughs> and I'll drop little murder candies into his tank so he can enjoy Die. them. That's how candy works. So at That the is end, definitely. At the end of round two, the scores are Q with 21, Brian with 19. So mm -hmm. it's, That's pretty, close. it's pretty close. Close. Barn burner. Um, so uh, round three, this is a brand new one, and it isn't actually on any of the three specialist topics, uh, but oh. it was specially made. It is called Jeopardy Jeopardy. I yes. could call it Double Jeopardy, what? but I didn't want to call it Double Jeopardy because that's already a thing. This is Jeopardy Jeopardy. Is it exclamation after each Jeopardy? There's a question mark after the first one. So it's Jeopardy? Jeopardy! Oh, okay, okay. That, that makes sense. That I makes like sense. that. I like that a lot. That's good. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if you're familiar with the TV show Jeopardy, which everyone in America is, but in the UK you probably just watch Countdown, So, but this is how it works. You'll have five categories. There are five answers in each category. And so uh, Q and Brian each get to pick a category and a point value from one to five because I'm not going to do points in the hundreds or thousands. You just have to 
Uh, I'll give you the answer. You have to give me the questions. You have to answer in the form of a question. And when you think you know the question, use your mouth buzzer. You can change them if you want to, or you can keep them. And you get to answer. If you get it wrong, though, you lose points, because that's how Jeopardy works. <laughs> so, uh, so, Q, are you keeping your buzzer, or do you have a new one? Uh, I like my... All right, Brian? Uh, my new buzzer is... Okay. All right. Yeah, that's that's not <laughs> annoying at all. <laughs> you have a shorter one, so you can quickly buzz in. Um, the, the 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 truncated version is me just saying, "Hey." Okay, so hey, okay. So your five categories are who, what, when, where, and why. In each of those categories. So wait, wait a second. Are those all different? Are those all different categories? Those are all five categories. Okay, so who, what... When, where, and why. When, where... Okay. All right. And actually, I think I have a picture I can send you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Huh. Let me send one to you, Brian. I just realized that my grandmother voice is like, just like like one or two octaves away from being Chad Snyder. Just it's really <laughs> close. <laughs> Oh, wow, that is very Jeopardy-ish. Uh... I colored it just for the picture, and then I moved it back to a less painful color to look at. So you have one to five points, just like regular Jeopardy, and your categories are who, what, when, where, mm -hmm. and why. In each category, the question that you have to give me will always contain the, that word in it. All right, all right, all right. All right, so, Brian, as you are behind in Jeopardy, I'm pretty sure you get to choose first what category That's and correct. point value you want. <clears throat> Okay, I will say, I'll take where for one point. Where for one point. This show features a dog and his friends unmasking monsters. Hey. <laughs> uh, yes, Q. <laughs> Is that me? Yes, Q. Uh, 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 what is Scooby-Doo? Oh, be more specific. It has to include the word where. Uh, where is Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Brian. <laughs> what is, uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Yes, what is Scooby-Doo, where are you? So you get plus one point. I forgot I have to keep track of the points, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put that over there. All right. Uh, does, yeah, Brian, you got it right. You get to go again. I will take where for two. Where for two. This modern take on Homer's Odyssey was nominated for two Oscars. Hey. Yes, Brian? What is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yes. Two more points for Brian. Uh, I'll choose again. I'll take Where for three. Where for three points. All right. In the year 2000, this Ashton Kutcher classic came to theaters and spawned an annoying catchphrase. Hey. Oh, you can't buzz in until the question's over, so Q gets what? to go first. <laughs> I, that, hold on, I is didn't that how hear... Jeopardy works? That is how Jeopardy works. Uh, I didn't hear the question. All right, I'll read it for you, because Brian cheated. In 2000, <laughs> this Ashton Kutcher classic came to theaters and spawned an annoying catchphrase. Uh... Oh, uh, murmur. Yes? What is, uh, um, punks? Oh, where, sorry. Where, where is Pond? Uh, what, what is Dude, Where's My Car? Yes, what is Dude, Where's My Car? 
I hated people saying that constantly. Did you work at the theater when that came out? When you uh, were no. 12? <laughs> no, Was that I right? did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been around 11 or 12. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, where for five? Oh, skipping four for five. This theme song performed by Gary Portney usually plays over pictures of people enjoying alcohol. Uh, hey. Yes, Brian? What is Where Everybody Knows Your Name? Yes. What is oh. Where Everybody Knows Your Name? All right, you have who, what, when, what, why, uh, and you have number four for where. Where for four. Where for four. This final line of the pilot of Lost is spoken by Charlie. Hey. Brian? What is, this is actually the only reason I did this entire category, because I knew this was coming. Uh, what is, Rigged. guys, where are we? <laughs> yes, correct. You ran the category. Which means for I'll, that, what? Although, in my heart, I was hoping you'd say, uh, this this audio clip played at the end of every Lost Unlocked intro. <laughs> uh, I did not. All right, pick another category. Uh, let's try what for five. What for five. This song by Tom Jones asks a feline for updates on its life. Hey. Brian? What is... What's new, Pussycat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Tom Jones asking a cat for updates. <laughs> All right, you can go again. <laughs> can, I take, can I take what for four? What for four? For Christina Aguilera, it's a song. And for Amanda Bynes, it's a movie. Hey. Yes? What is what a girl wants? Ah. <laughs> this is why it's called Jeopardy Jeopardy, because all of the questions are also sometimes questions. Uh, so next, Brian. Uh, what for three? What for three? Johnny Depp stars as a titular character in this 1993 drama. Hey. What is... <laughs> 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 yes, Brian. What is what's eating Gilbert Grape? Correct. Uh, yeah, the person who owns the buzzer wins the game. <laughs> do we get to do the thing like at half at the halfway point where I can tell like a mildly amusing anecdote about my life? <laughs> it's uh, 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 off topic. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break the game show and like ask a question to the other contestant. As a lifelong Jeopardy fan, Q, do you, do you have uh, an anecdote lined up for when you're on the show when they get to that break? Um, I do not because I believe if my understanding is correct, you don't choose the anecdote; they do. So what? you, yeah, so you have to say here's some interesting things about myself, and then and then somebody, the producers or whatever, will decide. Oh, we want to talk about this specific piece of your life. Okay. Um, so I have some guesses as to what they would find most interesting that I myself would not find the most interesting about me. <laughs> when, you, when you started that, I thought you were going to say that you don't tell them anything. They talk to your friends and family and find out stories. <laughs> uh, that's also true. There's a very intense background uh, process. You can't get on the show unless uh, you're fingerprinted, toe printed, and some DNA is taken. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. It's very, very intense. intense. All right, Brian, what do you have what, next? What for two? What for two? In this sinful... 
Oh, sorry. In a sinful crime thriller, the answer to this question by Brad Pitt is his wife's head. Hey. Yes, Brian? What is what's in the box? <laughs> yes. What is what's in the box? <laughs> All right. Do you want to complete the category? Uh, yes, I do. All right. It's what for one. In a TV theme by Inner Circle, this line follows bad boys, bad boys. Murmur. Yes, Q. What is what? Uh, what you gonna do when they come for you? Yes. Oh, that had two in there. What and when? Because it was our double jeopardy round. Uh, <laughs> That's how double that jeopardy works. Wait, they tell you after the fact. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So you got a total of two points out of that one instead of the normal one. Oh, okay. Do they ever hide double jeopardy Yay. in the one hundred? That sounds not fair. <laughs> There are two double jeopardies, though. And next time I will tell you before oh, so it comes in, up. Oh, in, so instead of, uh, instead of um, Daily Doubles. Oh, that was the Daily Double. Oh, I sorry. See. Yeah, I said Double Jeopardy. Yeah, that's a Daily yeah, Double. There's right. two, there are yeah. two Daily Doubles on well, this board. Well, aren't I, supposed to, aren't I supposed to bet? Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll go back. Well, so how many, well how many now do you <laughs> I'm going to bet all my points. <laughs> no, no, well, I, uh, I, that's all right. Okay, that's not Daily Double. I'll make something else Daily Double. Okay, all right. All right, so which one do you want? Because you got uh, that right, so you get to guess again. We have all the who's, wins, and why's. Oh, oh, I get, okay. Um, let's do why for one. Why for one. Netflix recently added this show about a teenage girl committing suicide to their lineup. Merp, merp. Yes, Q? Uh, what is 13 Reasons Why? Yes, correct. What is... <laughs> that one just ends in Y, but it's in there. <laughs> um, uh, uh, y for two? For two, Brian Cranston and James Franco star in this 2016 comedy. Hey. Brian? What uh, is Why Him? Correct. Why for three? Why for three? This song by the band War was played by NASA when Soviet and U.S. astronauts linked up in space. Uh, mur mur yes, Q? Uh, what is uh, war? What is it good for? Oh, incorrect, Brian. Oh, no. It is, why can't we be friends? Uh, Apparently they played course. back then. All right, and Brian gets to choose again, I think, because no one got it. I, no, I think Q uh, had control of the board. No, you didn't did uh, oh. buy him. Oh, no, I did. I did Cranston. Oh. Okay, that's right. That's right. Sorry. Uh, why, why for four, Ben? Why for four? <laughs> this Homer Simpson catchphrase is often said when he strangles his son. Hey. Yes, Brian? Uh, why you little? What is why you little? There you go. One of a question. What is why you little? And you want to finish the board on that one? I, you have to. It, it was already in the form of a question. It's the form of a double question. That's uh, I double jeopardy. <laughs> or jeopardy, jeopardy. <laughs> so you're finishing Y for five. Yes. This song was a hit for Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. It's also the title of a film about the band Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers, starring Holly Berry and Vivica A. Fox. I ran out of Y's. Hey! <laughs> yes, Brian? <laughs> what is... Why not tonight? No. Oh. Incorrect. No. <laughs> the answer is, why do fools fall in love? 
Mm. All right, we got who's in the wins? Uh, who for one? The answer to this question is Ghostbusters. Yes, Q. Uh, uh, what is who you gonna call? Correct. All uh, right. Um, who for two? Who for two? But you, That's your daily double sound. Oh, you, you currently right. across um, all am... rounds have a total of twenty-four points. All right, I I am going to bet uh, four points. Four points. All right. What I don't know why and because are other members of a baseball team in this comedy routine? Uh... By Abbott uh... and Costello. I think. Um. What is. Uh, uh, who? What is the who? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, do you have a guess just because? Because it doesn't matter, though. Uh, what is who's on first? It is what is who's on first. All right, and yeah, you get to keep going, Q. That's how it works. All right, um, uh, who for three? Who for three? Bob Hoskins and Christopher Lloyd star in this 1988 live action and animated film. Hey, Brian, what is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I don't know. What is it? It's a, it's a movie that <laughs> Robert Zemeckis wrote starring Bob Hoskins and Christopher Lloyd. Oh, OK. All right. You're right then. Uh, next one for four. Yep. This popular song featured on the soundtrack for Rugrats in Paris, the movie. But the question they asked was never answered. Hey, yes, Brian. I'm very familiar with the soundtrack to Rogue and Paris the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what, what is Who Let the Dogs Out? Why do you know that? Because <laughs> I, I saw that movie in the theater. I remember seeing that movie. <laughs> All right. I have never seen that movie. It's not very good. Um, <laughs> the first one's not very good either. It's except there's th- there's this weird dark moment where Tommy Pickles... Uh, thinks about murdering his brother, which is very weird for a children's movie. I don't but, remember um, that. Uh, don't, don't all babies think about murdering their... Uh... <laughs> I, I, yeah, uh, nah, that, hmm. Hashtag not all babies. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> well, you, you're choosing, Brian. Oh, uh, next one. Five. For five. For five. There's a time for love and a time for this show starring Tony Danza. Hey! Sorry, did I get too soon? <laughs> yes. No, it's uh, okay. What, what is Who is the Boss? <laughs> yes. What is who is the boss? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the show's called, right? <laughs> who is the boss? What is happening? That show. <laughs> right, so, uh, where in the wind category do you want to go? Uh, where, where in the where? Uh, what in the wind? What? what uh, wait. What? Really? What's the actual category? <laughs> where in the wind do you want to go? Uh, <laughs> in the wind. Where in the wind? Uh, let's start at the top. Why didn't I use Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego in the Wares? Oh, that would have been good. Oh, I just thought of it. So number one, in the wins, or win for, win for one, Jim Carrey reprises his role as a pet detective in this sequel. Hey. Brian? What is Ace Ventura when nature calls? Correct. Mm. When nature calls. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I actually feel bad about this this round because Q's head's filled with important knowledge. And I'm like, oh yes, I remember the soundtrack to Rugrats in Paris. 
Well, I mean, you know, this is uh, the knowledge necessary to be a, uh, a, a podcast host and uh, a dentist. So, I mean, you're not wrong. This is the kind of stuff you need to talk to Ben about weekly on the podcast. So. <laughs> oh, well, just wait. We will have Final Jeopardy this round. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, uh, win for two. Win for two. This 1989 romantic comedy is famous for a scene set in a deli. Mur, mur. Uh, yes, what is When Harry Met Sally? Correct. You get to con- continue for this one. Oh, oh uh, uh, when for three? When for three. Originally recorded by Percy Sledge, this romantic song made it to number one when Michael Bolton covered it. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brian. <laughs> you got it before the buzzer. Oh, I thought well. you were saying hey for a second. What? Yeah, I, I picked a really bad buzzer. Um, <laughs> my, my new buzzer's me yelling, stop! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> um, what is when... Oh, I really shouldn't have done this one. When, uh, when doves cry, when fools rush in. What is... <laughs> okay. No, what is, what is when a man loves a woman? Okay. All right, Q, you have win four, win five. Uh, win for four, please. Win ben? for four. Pew, 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 pew. Daily double. All right. I'm going to do another four points. Four points. All right. I think you are currently at 17. So this could oh, get God. you. Oh, God. No, this could get you up there. Uh, it, an idiom used to describe something that will likely never happen. Uh, uh, what is when pigs fly? Correct. I also would have accepted when hell freezes over. <laughs> and all the other versions of it, but when pigs fly is the one Ooh, I have down. Uh, what, what is when the Red Sox win the World Series? Yes, that's another yes! one I would have accepted. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, they did like that year, so that's that's true. Well, that's that's why it's that's why it's a... that's anyway. why retired. <laughs> all right, win for five. This one's for you. So I guess you can choose it if you want, or I'll just say it because it doesn't matter. Oh, uh, win for five, please, Ben. Oh, win for five. Good choice. <laughs> the music video for this Prince song could almost have been directed by John Woo. Hey! Brian? What is... Uh, what is... When... Uh, Purple Rain. When Purple Rain. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Q, do you have an answer on this one? Uh, uh, nope, not buzzing in. Alright, the answer, you actually said it earlier, Brian. It's When Doves Cry. Oh, is that a song? Oh, I, it's just a phrase that's knocking around in my head for some reason. I didn't. So know I was. was, I was actually gonna use that as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I had the John like, Woo hat in there. That's not the answer. <laughs> Two, three, four. Whoa! Whoops! I watched the start of the video and doves flew out, and all I could think was John Woo. Ben's like, "Whoops!" Actually, lead the whole podcast back to the top. Here we go. <laughs> all right, we'll stall for a second because I have to math. I hate it when you have to math. You guys ever play dominoes? It's only uh, math. basic math. Vaguely, yeah. I, I don't think I liked it very much. I didn't realize it was a math game, but I can get into it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, man. I, I'm, <sighs> not, I'm not liking the scoreboard. I, I, I'm glad I didn't get any of the double jeopardies because I would have wagered everything and lost everything. Oh, man. Well, at the end of regular Jeopardy... It is Brian has some number that I forgot to add the rest of it in. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brian has 67. 
and Q has 29. Whoa. But oh, but man, you're neither of you are negative, so you get to move on to Final Jeopardy. I don't have a question written up yet. <laughs> I forgot I wanted to do Final Jeopardy. Does this Jeopardy ever happen on Real Jeopardy? <laughs> they have a backup I'm for every sure round. This happens all the time. <laughs> Wait, so what? What? When would they need a backup? Uh, like if they accidentally mess one up or some um, kind of weird blooper with it. And on the Jeopardy website, you can play those questions in like a little web game they made. J6. That's fun. I mean, does, I mean, Trebek's a pro. Does he ever just actually say the answer? Or it's like, ah, oh, mess that one up, guys. Sorry, I'm pretty that's on sure me. That's, I'm pretty sure that's happened a couple times where, or somebody has rung in wrong. He's like, yes, it's, and then he's, oh, shoot. I, pretty I'm much. pretty sure I've seen that happen. Oh, as soon as this podcast ends, guys, I'm gonna jump on YouTube and watch some great Jeopardy bloops. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good one about rakes that I remember. All right, so your final oh, Jeopardy the, question. The, I know Jeopardy. that one. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. I your... saw that when it aired. I was like, Ooh. oh my god, this, that's a weird thing. It seems like they would have cut that. <laughs> I don't know. Your final Jeopardy question. The category is questions. Okay, so Questions. how do we bet? Uh, text me or message me your bet. Q is 29, Brian, you have 67. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, God, why is there giggling? <laughs> Brian did the opposite of what he usually does on this question. So he bet zero. He, he bet one. <laughs> so your question is, what is my normal greeting after people say hello to me? And you can write down your answer and send it to me. What is my greeting uh, after I after someone says hello to me? What's the category called again? Questions. Mm. Mm. Run out of time, Brian. You got to write in your own handwriting too, just like on the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I would I would fail that part. Yeah, I'd have to write all caps print. What was the question one more time? What is your response to people when you when people say hello to you? Yeah, when people say hello to me, how do I respond? I keep hitting send, but it's not going through. I don't believe you. <laughs> my my phone's uh, uh having technical problems. Uh, Mess message me on Facebook then, or on no. in the Skype chat. No, you I'm gonna close. Ask you. No, you you get to go first. So Brian, uh, what what is your answer? What's your question to this answer I gave you? The thing I respond when uh, people say hello to me. What is who? Who are three people that have never been in my kitchen? Okay, Cliff. No, <laughs> that is incorrect. And oh wager, no, he lost one one point. point. Okay, down to sixty-six. <laughs> All right, NQ. Your answer is. Uh, what is my answer? Uh, uh what is how are you? That is correct. You get ten points. For total of 39. Brian, why would I say... Hello, who are three people who've never been in my kitchen? To every single person I meet. I mean, it just seems weird that you respond to hello with a question. I thought you'd say, like, hello, or um, good to see you, or how was your flight, Brian? No. <laughs> you, you get off the flight, I'm like, Brian, why are you here? That's what my question would have been. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's how he responds to anytime somebody says hello to him. 
Why are you here? <laughs> why are you? Why do you exist? I don't oh, understand. That can, I was just going to say that could be an existential question. I, <laughs> I, I feel uh, existential angst coming on right now. That'd be a cool band name. Why am I here? Existential angst. Existential. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be our band when we go on the road on tour. All right, so round four is Botterdash. This one is like Balderdash and Balderdash that we've done before, except Bot is in the title because that one is themed with one of the specialist subjects. Uh, you will both be given the title of a movie, and you'll have to tell me what the plot is. My team of experts, which includes me, have again written the, uh, their own ideas of what the plots may be. I consider myself my team of experts. Also, Megan and Caitlin helped out. So uh, you have three choices. Tell me which one is the correct plot. You will both answer each question, and then every correct answer gives you five points. Let's see if you can guess the theme. So the first one is RoboShark. So which of these is the correct plot of RoboShark? A lone marine biologist creates a shark research machine to navigate through the ocean and capture images of shark habitats, but it gains a mind of its own and becomes an intense killing machine. B. A great white bites a UFO aircraft and turns into a RoboShark hybrid. Or C. A team of scientists constructs a giant shark-like robot, but things go wrong when it wrecks havoc on a nearby city. All right, so Q, you can choose which of those you think is the correct plot of RoboShark. I'm going to go with three. Three. All right. And Brian? Uh, I'd go, I'm going to say one. One, the shark habitat thing. I will tell you the answer is actually the UFO aircraft flying over the Wow. Yes, it does not sound like a good movie. All of these involve robots of some kind. So, number two. Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark. Is it A. Ape-like aliens build a robotic Mega Shark to destroy New York City, and the true Mega Shark may not be powerful enough to destroy it. Is it B, a great white shark battles it out against a giant robot shark in a fight to the finish? A big city arena is packed to see the big battle and bets are made to see who will come out on top. Or is it C, a new mega shark threatens to destroy humanity. The government creates an exact robotic copy of the shark and now they must fight to the death while people in cities get in the way. B. All right, Brian. I'm gonna go with A. Because it's the one I'd want to see the most about the, the, <laughs> the apes building the robot shark. It's actually C. Oh, <laughs> the government geez. creates a robotic copy of the shark, and they must fight to the death. I will let you know, A was actually the plot of Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, but with sharks. Oh, okay. Well, I can still see that then. <laughs> you can. <laughs> that is how I changed that one. And uh, also, nice. the movie sounds really bad. All of them do. Especially the Mega Shark mm -hmm. one. I had my notes for this. Can I'll find we, them in a second. What? Can we switch over to movies about animals playing sports? That's kind <laughs> of my special. Well, we covered all of those. Uh, aren't so. you? Aren't you? Aren't you uh, <laughs> uh, specialized in every subject known to man, robot, uh, Egyptian god, and uh, uh, dragon? That doesn't. That doesn't sound like something I would say. It does to me. <laughs> 
I'll tell you something about Mega Shark real fast. Once this loads in, I had some I had some stuff written out. Oh yeah, some of the plots that I didn't come up with are because I found a different IMDb movie and stole their plot and inserted the appropriate words. Okay, that's not cool, Ben. So uh, well, I recognize some of these where uh, you're talking about. Uh, like a shark uh, stealing plans for a, a, a space station that destroys planets, and they have to shoot this exhaust Pro- port no bigger than a womp rat, but it's a shark. Not. Probably not. Okay. Uh, one thing about okay. Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark, this one is actually thematic with two of your specialist subjects, Q, because early on in the movie, the Mega Shark shows up in uh, at a port in Alexandria, Egypt, hits a tugboat, and it destroys the <laughs> Of course, of course. That's how it works. All right. Number three, Robocroc. A robot crocodile surfaces in a Florida swamp, killing many local residents of a small suburban town. One man vows to put an end to the mechanical menace by finding a way to deprogram him. B, a crocodile handler gets lonely after his favorite crocodile, his favorite crocodile dies and memorializes him in robot form. But when lightning strikes the Robocroc, it becomes sentient and rampages through the city. Or C, a rocket-carrying nanorobot crashes into a zoo. The bots find their way into a massive crocodile. The croc, now programmed to kill, will target anything and anyone for its next meal. So, B sounds familiar, but I, I'm wondering if it sounds familiar because <laughs> it's another movie. Um, so, I'm going to do something different, and I'm going to choose C. I'm going to go with Q's first instinct and say B. All right. The correct answer is C, a nanorobot rocket. B was half Caitlin's answer, which she then fell asleep while typing. And then the other half is pretty much that movie where kids do this. I forgot what movie it is. Not Short Circuit. There's a different one. Also, it happens in the movie Chopping Mall, where there are mall security robots get struck by lightning and go on a killing spree. A right. robot steals the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> so that is so. five points for Q. Ben, Chopping Mall's on Amazon Prime now, so you can watch what? it anytime. Oh my robot god, Lord. I'm so excited. I love that movie. It's so bad. Oh, okay. Sorry, four. Robot Monster. The uh, A robot gorilla attempts to annihilate the last family alive on Earth, but he finds himself falling for their beautiful daughter. B... A space station receives two cryogenically frozen bodies, and when they defrost them, one turns out to be a serial killer thought long dead. Reanimated with nanorobots, the cyborg slasher hunts down anyone who gets in his way. And C. An experiment to combine a robot and a bear results in a terrifying creation. The mechanical creature breaks out of the lab and attacks anyone who crosses its path. I'm gonna go with B. B. I'm gonna say A. All right, the correct answer is A, the robot gorilla. That was actually an early Mystery Science Theater movie that I watched, and uh, it was just going to be a robot, but they couldn't afford a robot costume, so they got a gorilla costume, and for the head, they put on... Isn't... Like a diving helmet with a skull inside it. Isn't that the plot of King Kong? It is, except it's (laughs) King Kong 1, I guess. Be one at the end. And the one you picked was actually basically the plot of Jason X. Because mm. I was running out of robot movies when I did these. The next movie is Future World. 
Is it A, a futuristic theme park staffed entirely by lifelike robots? Two reporters get a message from an ex-employee who discovered a dark secret and was killed before he could tell anyone else. B, a cyborg policewoman and her partner hunt a mysterious and powerful hacker called the Puppet Master. Or C, a teen bursting with scientific curiosity and a former boy genius inventor embark on a mission to unearth the secrets of a place somewhere in time and space that exists in their collective memories. A. Yeah, yeah, A. It's definitely A. A. It's a, it's a sequel to Westworld, right? It's, it's a sequel works. to Westworld. Yep. It is a yeah. sequel to Westworld, yes. I can also tell you what B is. <laughs> what is B? <laughs> it's Ghost in the Shell. It is Ghost in the Shell. Bonus points for you. Do you know what C yes. is? I do not. Uh, Ryan? C is the um, the movie Whiplash. No, Whiplash. C is the movie Tomorrowland. Oh. Because that's kind of close to Future World. By the way, Brian, I wanted to go only robot animals, but I wasn't happy mm-hmm. with the selection. Okay, that's fair. I was trying to keep the theme, so it's always movies about animals mixed in with the I, stuff. They, they, it's not a very rich genre yet. Yes. Yet. It's days coming. So here is a movie called Chomps. And oh, by the way, Chomps, all caps with periods between each letter. Mm-hmm. So it's an I've seen this movie. movie. Okay, go ahead. You have not seen this oh. movie. <laughs> is it A, a laboratory experiment to create the perfect pet produces a dangerous cyborg that destroys anything and anyone. There's only one way to stop it. Technology. B, a young man invents a robot dog that has super strength, x-ray vision, and can detect crimes being committed. A greedy businessman tries to steal the invention. Or C, the children of secret agent parents must save them from a villain who has an army of robotic dogs. A. It's A. And the answer is not A. The answer is B. What? A is something that Megan just made up. What? Oh, man. She should write uh, screenplays. C (laughs) is one of the spy kids. (laughs) Yeah, C is the spy kids with an army of robotic dogs added onto it. (laughs) All right. Robodog. A. Man's best friend is now man's worst friend. A botched experiment to create a robot dog results in a mechanized canine terror. Robodog controls the minds of other dogs in order to turn them into vicious, violent beasts. B. When Tyler's furry best friend dies tragically, his inventor dad creates a new dog to take his place, complete with mechanical powers and robotic abilities to keep everyone on their toes. Or C. An orphan teenager moves to a small town to live with her uncle where she befriends a stray robot dog named Archie. She teaches him how to be a normal dog while he helps her fit in with a cool kid click. Hmm. C is familiar, so I'm going to say B. Hmm. Uh, C, I'm going A. I think C, you just uh, ripped off my Inspector Gadget fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) So which one were you going with? A. A, and which one did you say Q? You said B? B. The answer is B. Yes. His inventor dad builds a new robot to take his place. And you should all watch the trailer. A is just something that Megan just made up. C is actually a movie called Archie in all caps, like Chomps was, mm. that Michael J. Fox voiced the dog. Hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look good. That's the appropriate reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to say, for CHOMPS, CHOMPS stands for Canine Home Protection System. Pretty lazy. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait. Canine home what protection system? Prote- no, home is H-O-M. They take up three <laughs> letters of, of chomps Ooh. is home. <laughs> well, then why, why are there periods between O and M? Exactly. Should we C period, uh, H-O-M period. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like C homps that way. It's it's look like. Ba- oh, jeez. That is bad uh, acronym uh, practice. This was actually a Hanna-Barbera live-action movie, and after it did poorly, they canceled the next seven that they had planned. What? <laughs> that was a good choice. Oh, not seven Chomps movies. Seven just oh. with Barbera. Oh, I thought just like they had seven of these plans. It's like <laughs> no. we've, got a, we've got an end game. We have a roadmap. No, and uh, Barbera was unhappy because he wanted to be a vicious Doberman. They all Doberman. died on a plane crash. <laughs> he wanted a vicious Doberman, but the, one of the producer's son wanted a non-threatening dog like Benji. Also, Valerie Bertinelli was in that movie. Mm. And finally, the sequel, Robodog, colon, Airborne. One, or A, hijackers seize the plane carrying the President of the United States and his family, but little do they know about the first family have adopted Robodog, who uses his unique abilities to save the day. B, after an accident causes Robodog to get lost and lose his memory, he's taken in by a new family. The original owner and a scientist scour the town in search of their missing robotic best friend. Or C. Sending a dog to space has already been done, but no one has sent a robot dog until now. Now mad with a rabies-like virus, Robodog is sent into space. I'm going to say B. Call me Fonzie, because I'm going to say A. (laughs) A. Well, Q is correct. The answer is B, and the trailer is hilarious. You should definitely watch the trailer for RoboDog Airborne. The dog sort of talks, and he flies. I don't know. A is actually Air Force One, but with a dog saving the day instead of Harrison Ford. No. So at the end of all of those rounds, the score has done more things that I have not mathed out yet. Ma- that makes sense for a score to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, like oddly enough, the score is the same. I don't know how this happened. This is highly unorthodox. <laughs> oh, Q did a good job catching up, and the score is now sixty-four to seventy-one. Brian, you're ahead by. Wait, only... how did? Wait, hold on. How did Brian go down two points? He was at sixty-six. I thought. He was. I bet seventy-one. Oh, 71? I only put. Sorry, I only gave him five for that answer. No, no, it is only five for that answer, isn't it? It's five per answer, but you got a bonus five for getting oh, another okay. thing right. Okay. For getting the, so wait, what's the correct this score? Uh, six, actually, it's whatever I said a second ago. Seventy-one. Seventy-one. All right. So, yeah, so we got the five points for the one you got right. And you have 64 because you got several right plus the bonus. Yes. All right, so you're only seven behind. You you can make it, make it up, I guess. Rigged. Right, you're winning. <laughs> I, I'm still going to say that it's rigged. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I'm winning. It's still rigged. I should be winning by more. All right, final round. It all, this is WrestleBrainia. (laughs) 
It oh, all goodness. There are eight questions. The first seven are on Q's specialist subjects. The eighth and final one is a mystery topic chosen by the Wheel of Trivia. Wheel of Trivia. Yeah, Wheel of Trivia, the audience says as that comes up. Listeners, if you don't say it, or else. That's all. <laughs> or else. So number one, this is the initial question. It's literally the initial question, because I'll give you a famous author, and you need to tell me what the initials stand for. I just want to know what you want them to stand for. Make up your own okay. words to fill it in. If you're correct, you'll actually lose points. So make something okay. up. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the rules. All right, so there are five of these, all in question one, in the initial question. So, uh, Q, you're behind. You can go first or second. You get to choose. Um, I'll, I'll go second. Second. All right, Brian. You have to begin with George R.R. R. Martin. What does the R.R. stand for? R.R. <clears throat> um, stands for... Uh, um, George Radioactive uh, Rabbit. Uh, okay, Radioactive Rabbit, Martin. And Q, what's your R.R.? Uh, um... Reading and arithmetic because he doesn't do much writing. Burn! R.R. Burn. I will pick that one. You get five points. Yes. For the R.R. Burn. I haven't read the books. I've enjoyed the show, though. And I think it's funny. All right. So you get to go first on this one. J.R.R. Tolkien. You got three letters this time. Oh, in case anyone was curious, his name is Raymond Richard for the middle R's. Mm. Not not Tolkien, sorry. Martin. They both have the double R. So what is All right. J-R-R? J-R-R. Um... He's a pirate. <laughs> uh, just... Uh... Red... Uh... Uh, oh, I'm floundering. Um, Hurry, <laughs> open the dictionary to R. Poke a random word. Uh, I don't have a dictionary. Why don't I have a dictionary? <laughs> um, just read Roger. I don't know. Just read Roger, Brian. Just read Roger. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien is jumping really randomly because the stories are all <laughs> over the place. Where are we at? We're in the Shire. We're at, like, with the elves. I don't all right, I'll give you the five points for that one. So, Brian, you were first. Oh, by the way, his name is John Ronald Rule. Reagan. Rule. John Ronald oh. Reagan Token. Now, that's J.K. Rowling is your next one. J.K. Rowling. Uh, well, obviously, um, J.K. Rowling uh, wasn't always a writer. She was a failed stand-up comedian. And oh, it's uh, <laughs> joke, joke King Rowling. Joke King Rowling. All right. Um, uh, well, uh, so she she does she does like to joke a lot, and uh, she's actually uh, just kidding, Rolling. She didn't kill oh. all those characters. <laughs> just kidding. See, I'm gonna go with points for Q because when you were setting it up, Brian, I thought you were gonna say just kidding, but you said joking. See, I wanted you to think I wanted you to think that it was a misdirect, and it burned it's a me. Fake I out. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, you built up the trust, and then you let me down. So that's why you didn't get the points. Uh, it, it's actually Joanne 
Kathleen. She didn't have a middle name before. She added in to honor her grandma. All right. One, uh, two more. C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis. And Q, you're first because you get the points. Oh, man. It's hard to see past uh, his actual name. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, he can't speak um, because he's dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can't speak Lewis. <laughs> see, in, 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 in the world of uh, my brain, uh, all famous authors' uh, initials come from their jobs before they made a living writing. So it's customer service. Customer service. Oh. Customer service. Okay, Brian, you get the points. That's pretty good. Customer service, Lewis. And he is really Miss Clive Staples, as probably everyone who Staples. watches Lost know, knows. Did I say Stables? Yeah. I have it written down. I just, uh, I think I Staples? <laughs> Clive Staples, yeah. I had it written down as Staples. I just said Stables for some reason. All right. <laughs> and your final one is H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. Brian? Hewlett Packard Lovecraft. All right. And Q? Uh, it's actually Harry Potter Lovecraft because Ooh. he wrote the original <laughs> Harry Potter fan fiction before it came out. I was going to go here, uh, or Hewlett Packard because that was my first thought when I said it out loud. But the twist of Harry Potter, I want to give the points to. <laughs> so after that one question, you got 15 points. Brian got 10. So question two, we've barely touched the subject of Egyptian mythology, so we'll go to this one. While there are over 2,000 Egyptians, gods, and goddesses, Wikipedia's page list of Egyptian gods and goddesses only lists 52. But how many of those 52 can be used in a game of Scrabble as a legitimate word? Mm. So, uh... Brian, Should we guess... You guess, you guess a, a number? number? Yeah, okay. you guess a random number. It's not uh, Price is Right rules. It's whoever is actually closest. Uh, so how many are in the, uh, 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 the Wikipedia list? again? Yeah. Uh, that, that page had 52, and only some okay. number of them could be official Scrabble words. I went through and put all of them into the official Scrabble dictionary online to find out. All right, Brian, you get to pick your number first. I'm going to go with uh, 15. 15. 15 of them. I'm going to go with 20. 20. Well, the correct answer is four of them. Only four oh. of them count as words. A lot of them are just letters that would not be English words. But if you can name any of them, you'll get bonus points. So, um, right, I can I forget them right. Do we? Okay. Uh, set. Uh, yes. Newt. Set. Um, yep. Ankh. No, wait, that's not a god. That's a, that's a symbol for life. Um, whose is the other four? By the way, set is worth three points, and it means to place something, among a lot of other definitions. And nut, according to this dictionary, is worth three points, and means to gather nuts. Brian, that's all go I got. nutting in the forest. <laughs> Uh, the other two are bast, which is worth six, and oh, it's a woody fiber. And there's bess, which it says means Beth, and is worth five. But you got six points for getting two of them right. Brandon only got five for getting the right number, or getting closest. Oh. Number three. <laughs> Speaking of Egypt, in 1986, the Bengals released their hit single, Walk Like an Egyptian. What is the highest ranking that that song ever hit on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100? 
Number one. All right, Brian. Oh, I can't say number one, can I? Can I say number one? Oh, I feel bad because I'm going to say number two, and if it's not number one, then I automatically win. (laughs) Number two. It's number one. Come on. (laughs) It was number one for four weeks. Yeah, of course it was. I don't know why I ever doubted it wouldn't be number one. (laughs) (laughs) Question four. Let's move on to artificial intelligence. One of the most notorious AIs we've said earlier is Hal from Arthur C. Clarke's 2001 A Space Odyssey. But he actually wrote three more sequels, all of which started with, all of which featured Hal and started with a different year in the title. So what is the total if you add up all four of those years? And Brian, you get to answer uh, first. In- including the first one? Including 2001, yes. All right. So it's at least 2002. Mm-hmm. Unless one of them is um, negative 2001. You said there, there are four of them total? Four books, yes. Okay, uh, then it's probably something like uh, 8,027. All right, 8,027. And Q? Uh, hold on, I gotta do some math. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know all of these? Uh, um, sure. <laughs> If you get exactly I mean, right, I'll give you a million points. Of course, I I know this off the top of my head. Um, and definitely not googling. I'm what, I'm not. Googling I know. It. That's what Brian um, does. Let's see. All right. For what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Brian gets an advanced copy of all the questions. I knew it. It's rigged. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna say eleven thousand one hundred and four. Eleven thousand one hundred. And four. Well, I'll have to tell you, one of you got it exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) You got it exactly right. (laughs) That would have been insane. (laughs) Oh, man, you dashed dashed (laughs) my hopes. Oh, that would have been crazy. No, the total is 9,073. Five points for Brian. So, wait, what did Brian get? Oh, he did 8,000 something? 8,000, yes. Mm-hmm. So, it's 2001 A Space Odyssey, 2010 Odyssey 2, 2061 Odyssey 3, and 3001 The Final Odyssey. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. I was way off. I hear in the last one, Hal is actually a Hal-Dave combination AI. But I'm, I'm sure. That's, that seems like the logical uh, progression point. Sure, yes. Question five. Money. That sound means it's time for another Founded on eBay round. So you will have to tell me what the price is, not including shipping, of this item. Your first round is in the world of robotics, and it is a robotic orchestra wagon with mounted timpani drums. So uh, pretty much, it's, it's creepy. It's all these instruments in the back of a wagon, like a circus wagon kind of thing, that all play themselves and play songs that you can choose. They say that their orchestras have been seen in museums, amusement parks, theaters, country stores, all the way from Australia to Belgium, which is not far in the alphabet. I thought it'd be a lot further than that. Uh, They do not include a Model T, but they will include a similar one, and you get to pick the theme for it. And the instruments and the music. They can play, like, Calypso songs, country songs. Uh, They play Beatles songs. I've heard them play a Wait, lot of Wait, so, okay, so, so is the thing being sold the actual wagon 
that went to Australia and Belgium? Yes, they say that okay. they are too busy and do not need it anymore, but okay. they will build it custom with however you want it. They do think that the Star Wars theme and the Total Recall theme, apparently. Interesting, song interesting. It looks like there right. are like a couple guitars, a banjo, some bongos, a keyboard. <laughs> the videos of this are very creepy to watch. It looks like a bunch of ghosts are in a band. So let's see. It brings the last question right of that round. So you get to pick first, Q. What total do you think they are asking? I'm going to say $8,000. $8,000. All right. And Brian? Uh, $4,223. <laughs> All right. I wonder why you picked that those numbers. Well, I will let you know. Neither of you are exactly right, and neither of you are particularly close. <laughs> but Q wins. It is $171,950. Wow. Seems a bit high. Maybe That's a little a bit. bit it, high. It is. It's a bunch of robots playing instruments, though, so what can you expect? Your other item. You have one more item of these. Uh, it's a Lord of the Rings Hobbit costume for children. But not the whole costume, just the feet. The website says it features long, dark brown hair, and it's one size fits most children under 12. So, Brian, how much did they want for Lord of the Rings <laughs> Hobbit feet for children? For most children. Eight dollars. For most children. Uh, $8.15. $8.15. All right. Q? Uh, $20. $20. Let's see, the actual retail eBay price, it actually changed from before to now. I'll go with the price I put down before. It was $382.11. Whoa! But that was yesterday. Today, it's selling for fourteen oh nine. So I don't know what happened in the middle. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I think we should go with the uh, the second one, though. That seems like a better <laughs> answer to me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the Archie movie is out if you want to see a talking dog help a girl get through school. All right, question seven of eight. George R. R. Martin is so. Famous. Wait a second. Wait. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Who got the point? Who got the point? Oh, you did. You did. Oh, you got five okay. points. Cool. Cool. So you got like yes. you got ten for the eBay section. Yes. All right, George R. R. Martin is famous as the author of the A Song of Ice and Fire series of books. Never In his seven-book saga, <laughs> he's only published five so far. What is the total word count of all five? <sighs> word count. Word count. Mm, okay. According to Wikipedia, because I did not count all of them. And it's the U.S. editions. If that matters at all, <laughs> changes your answers. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, Brian, you get to guess first. Oh, I go first? Oh, yeah. sorry. Um, I forgot because you got I'm going to go with how many have been published? Five. Five. Uh, 1.8 million. Words? Not oh. 1.8, no, <laughs> million. 1.8 million uh, words. I'm doing some math. Ooh. 17. 
how are you feeling about the round so far, Brian? Um, you know, I feel okay. I'm a little nervous. Um, you know, won some, lost some, ups and downs, gutters and strikes, man. It's getting awfully close. Oh, I think my math's way off. Okay, so I'm going to do uh, 500,000 words. 500,000 words. I feel like... I, I call shenanigans. Q is clearly a big George R. R. Martin fan, and in the time it took her to answer, she counted all the words. Uh, I have to admit, that's exactly what happened. Ah, uh, shenanigans. Okay, well, Brian is closest. <laughs> <laughs> I am a really bad counter. So that's why, like, if you want to concede for that question, Brian, you can. But you are close. No, no. Let's the see how this plays out. One million seven hundred and thirty-six thousand and fifty-four words. You were weirdly kind oh, of close. Oh, I was really close. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I was surprised. Really no, I feel bad. <laughs> and if you are curious, there are a total of forty-two hundred and seventy-three pages and three hundred and forty-four chapters. And the audiobooks are a total of one hundred and ninety-eight hours and fifty-three minutes. There's a table on the Wikipedia page. Okay. How many Great. pages? It says 4,273. Oh, well, that's ah. why my math was way off. <laughs> All I, right. mm, okay, can I... I, mm, I wanna, I'll, I'll concede those points to Q. I, I must I, admit. No, no, I clearly... You read my mind and counted the words better than I did. It's your point. <laughs> okay, I, I, I feel like I might have cheated. That's why I'm How I'm did you suspicious. cheat, Brian? You know, I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't have a really. I, I assumed I'd get it wrong. I just didn't want to be super far off. So I cheated in the. Yeah, I didn't want to say like, oh, like five hundred. And it's like, no, Brian, it's like way off. It's like not even close. So I, 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 I googled uh, like, what's the word count for all seven Harry Potter books? And it's like, oh, it's like a million. I'm like, okay, well, if that's how many words are in Harry Potter, then like one point eight would be my guess. That's not cheating. Is that cheating? Not, I thought you were going to say that's you looked it up and just I, I, That's kind of cheating because I was going off what I thought was the number of words about per page. Yeah, no, I can't tell you how many words are in any book ever. So I cheated. Um, so instead of 10, I feel like I should be disqualified altogether. No, I, think, I, I, I think we should call this a wash. I'll just give you just half a point. Okay. Okay. Half a point. Okay. I'll take That's the half fair. point. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So currently, the current score is before the final question. It is Q has 100 points. Ah, yes. And Brian, you have 91.5. 100.5. No. Oh, uh, 91.5. This is the round where you will bet again. This is the final Jeopardy oh. of WrestleBrania. Oh, this is it, huh? Okay. This is it. So you can bet now, and then we'll figure out what happens. Send me your messages. Are we... Are- are we texting you our yeah. bet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Message me your bet. How many do I have again? You have ninety-one point five. You have to bet at least one point, though. Oh, really? Because Jeopardy makes you two, doesn't it, or no? No, you can oh, bet you're good. zero. You can stay with a hundred then, or zero. Brian bet ninety-one. So what are you supposed to tell? <laughs> as the host, I get all discretion as to whether or not I tell you. All right, so, Brian, as I said before, you're an expert in all subjects known to mankind. So the only fair way to pick the subject is to spin our wheel of trivia. It's it's rigged. It's rigged. (laughs) Okay, in that case, I'll I'll let let you spin it in a second. The possible topics include things like 
1968 basketball all-stars, Olympic mm-hmm. bronze winning ice skaters, and grass. So Q. So because you think it's rigged, I don't. Let... I don't. I don't know any of these things. It's well, rigged. It's rigged. Brian I tell you, it's rigged. Everything. So you could spin the wheel and see what it lands on. All right. Then it lands on Halo. Wait, what? That wasn't in the. Well, those are just three of the possible topics. It can be any topic known to man that's on the wheel. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Brian, are you familiar with Halo at all? Uh, you know, I, I I think I have a, a passing familiarity with it. I wouldn't say that I'm uh, like a super fan or anything, but um, You've heard I'm of it, vaguely. I'm vaguely. I think it's a it's a video it's a video game, right? Uh, that is what I'm talking about. Yes, not the things angels have. I okay. was just gonna say it's actually the thing that uh, goes on top of angels' head. head. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's I mean, about I'm... angels' halos or Beyonce song Halo. I didn't know that was a thing, so good thing it's not over that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so for those who don't know, Halo is a military science fiction first-person shooter video game franchise. There have been five main games and six spinoffs so far, but your question concerns an important alien referred to as the Arbiter. Who provides the voice for the Arbiter in the main series of games? So Q, you get to answer first. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman and Brian. I'm gonna. Ooh, that's a tough one. I, I'm gonna go with Keith David. All right, you both picked famous black actors. Let's see. The, <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> and the answer is Keith David. Ninety-one points for a total of one hundred and eighty-two point five to Q's one hundred. It was close. It was very close up until the end. There. I so thought Brian, about uh, I thought about sabotaging myself by only uh, bidding eight points. But <laughs> how, how do you feel about your historic win, Brian? I mean, it was uh, it was definitely it was tough. I it wasn't easy. Q. Put up a good fight. Uh, she knew a lot of stuff about uh, Egyptian mythology, or I didn't know anything about. Um, <laughs> it was t- pro- probably my toughest uh, challenge yet, but I barely squeaked out, and uh, I, I'm, I'm still the podcast host, I guess. Yes. And Q, how do you feel about the historic loss? Uh, Brian, I am honored and humbled to lose to you. Oh, thanks. That's, that's, that was very unexpected. <laughs> Nobody's done that yet. <laughs> Q's a good sport. So she wins. No, she doesn't. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cruel host. Well, everybody, check us out next time on The Aventist. Stay happy. I don't know how I end this. Bye. 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 <laughs>